Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Leader Manager Coach podcast. Welcome to the program. Um, Today uh, we're going to get straight on with the detail of what I want to talk about today and today is episode 8 in Leo Tolstoy's Coaching Wisdom. So this is month 8 and all the golden nuggets, all the wisdom from hundreds of years ago, that is still so appropriate for success and the results that as a coach, as a leader, as a manager that you will be looking for in your in your work life. So let's crack on with it because it's a great, great episode um, just because of the content. So I'm just a sharer. I'm just the person who's passing this on. This is not my wisdom, um, but I cannot, I cannot say strongly enough how much I would recommend that you uh, get hold of uh, get hold of a copy of Leo Tolstoy's book and um, have a look in it and um, see what you can glean out of it. It's fantastic stuff. Okay, let's get on. Okay, the first lesson and um, a powerful one is about freedom. And if you're a coach, um, one of the things that you often hear in the coaching vicinity and the coaching world and the coaching niches, allow your players to play with freedom. And that might mean on the surface to be a physical freedom. What I actually think it means is a psychological freedom. And that freedom is a place where you are free of fear, free of anxiety, free of limitations and free of constraints. So it allows you to be in, as people call it, the zone or the place where you know you are truly being yourself, you are doing your best, and as well as your own efforts, you have this this um, this universal force that's behind you that comes from being in that place. So that's what I think he means when he talks about freedom, or certainly how we can apply it to the, uh, the world of leading, managing, and coaching. So, and it's about, it's about being free yourself, because if you if you're not in a place of freedom yourself, if you're in a place of psychological anxiety, if you're in a place of constraint and uncertainty, then it's really difficult to get the message over. Um, as we say many times, what you are speaks so loudly, I cannot hear what you say. And that's a maxim that, that stands true in every walk of life. It doesn't matter how loudly you speak, it doesn't matter how much you shout, how much force you speak with, then what you really are will shine through. So uh, make sure that, uh, you know, that freedom aspect is a, is a real key component and it starts with yourself. Okay, moving on. Number two, remember that you don't want to get to the end of your life, as many great philosophers say, and have regrets. It's not that we regret what we did in life it's often according to the to the great wisdom it's we regret what we didn't do what we were fearful of doing 
what we were scared to do, what we didn't do because the committee of they or because of our family or because we thought we didn't dare. So remember that it's all about, and it's linked, isn't it, to the first one of playing with freedom, living with freedom, doing what you know is best with due diligence, but being free to make those decisions. And as Jose Mourinho talks about on the, the coach's voice, being all in, all in on your decisions. So you do not regret the fact that you had an opportunity to do something. Number three, Tolstoy reminds us that if we want to get something, we have to give something. There is no getting without giving because that is the law of the universe. It is a, a principle that if you, you know, you get up at whatever time your body clock tells you and you wander around aimlessly and you eat what you feel like, and you drink what you feel like, and you have no definite definite focus, you will not be giving a specific place the or, or a specific project what it is it requires. So that giving will not be sufficient to get a result out of it. So you have to give, but you have to give in a specific way if you want a specific result. But remember, the law of returns is that if you don't give something, you will not get something back. There has to be a, a sowing before there is a reaping. The universe does not exist because of the, uh, of the law that, that just allows people to take, 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 take without actually something being given back. Now, very often on the surface, it doesn't appear like that, but you can bet your bottom dollar that that at some point, somewhere is the case. Next one, another one that we hear an awful lot in the management and coaching fraternity is be yourself. This is a great one. Um, Tolstoy talks about living life on your own terms, living life as you see it, because there is only one you. We've talked about it before on previous podcasts, and it's something we have to keep returning to, isn't it? We have to keep reminding ourselves because... The world, the universe, the social media, the TV, the, the newspapers, the pings, the emails, they, they, they all have an agenda. And if we do not know what it is we are ourselves, then we will be pulled and pushed and we will become a boy on the sea instead of being a rock in the ocean and let everything wash over us so that we can still remain and do what it is we need to do. So you need to be yourself and be proud of that and be happy with that. And that's a key part of that. But also recognize that before you and probably at the same time as you, there will be some guiding lights. Now those guiding lights may be principles, they may, may be spiritual, they may be religious, or they may be professional. And as I've said before, I've shared a few of the, the guiding lights in my own life and on a professional capacity, you know, probably the first one of those was uh, Bill Shankly. And uh, another one of those in a professional capacity was John Wooden. Now, John Wooden was voted as the coach of the century. So I don't think there's any argument there with having somebody like that as a guiding light. Now, your guiding lights can be whoever you want to be. But they will remember that they will dictate an awful lot of the, the psychological constructs that you have 
and your value system. So they're worth applying all the due diligence you can and they may change. There's nothing wrong in change as Emerson talked about. You know, only a weak man has the inability to change his mind when he sees an alternative point of view. So, you know, be prepared to, um, to change your mind and be prepared to evolve and adapt. But you need guiding lights and you probably need guiding lights in the various, in varying niches in your life. You know, my, uh, on a personal point of view, my grandmother, who spent many, many years bringing me up and devoting many hours of her life to, to my well-being, although I didn't realize it at the time, is one of my guiding lights, one of the most self-sacrificing, giving, unassuming, humble, hardworking, resilient people that has probably ever walked this earth. Um, and that's a big statement, I know, and it's a very personal one, but that she was a guiding light and continues to be a guiding light. And somewhere in your life, you will be able to have examples of people who you think, you know, I owe that person this. They taught me that. So who are your guiding lights? You need them. Okay, moving on. Also, remember to be a little bit empty. And what Tolstoy is referring to there is he's saying, allow yourself to be open to learning. Don't just assume that everything you know, everything you have gleaned up to now, all you have learned is everything there is and there is no more. Because that represents a place where you are at the top of the tree. There is no more evolution. There is nowhere else to go. You know it all. You have it all you are at the pinnacle. And I think every great person will tell you that that is the start of the downfall, of the end, of the demise. And it's very much linked to Ryan Holiday's ego is the enemy and the lack of humility. So remember that also, as well as being confident and as well as having great belief in yourself and those people who are your guiding lights and the things that you stand for, remember there's a possibility that there is an alternative to what you think. And that is also a great facet. It doesn't mean you are completely doubtful. It just means you have the humility to learn the lessons that come across your path. Remember that link to this, that times you will be tested. Tolstoy talks about tests and he talks about you will be tested. And it's almost like the universe is testing you to see whether or not you believe truly absolutely in the things you say you believe and <clears throat> when you get to the point where you are closer to your vision your goal then the tests will probably heat up so be prepared to be tested and what one of the one of the lessons going on a further stage from that is prepare this is a beautiful one. Prepare to be crucified. You know, yes, it might be a Christian uh, example and it's nothing to do with that. It's just, it's just uh, a picture that I'm trying to paint from Leo Tolstoy who talks about prepare to be crucified. Because when you step out and say, look, this is me. This is what I believe in. These are my truths. 
and I am not imposing them on you, but you choose to be involved with me. You choose to come on the journey that I am on. You choose to be associated with me. This is my way. I'm not saying I'm open. I'm not open to more learning. I'm not saying I'm closed, but this is who I am. This is what I am proud of. And this is the way I am living my life. Number one, you will attract so many people into your life, the people who believe in you and therefore are the right allies, number one. And number two, you will get other people who will criticize you, who will do everything they can to undermine you and you will be tested. So be prepared. Next lesson. Remember that before any action comes thought. So... Tolstoy reminds us that great people spend time thinking, analyzing, and applying the due diligence to create the understanding of the world they're in, their own niches, their own little areas, so that they understand how things work. They have, as Napoleon Hill talked about in his amazing book, Think and Grow Rich, specialized knowledge of their area. As Jose Marino talks about, they have amazing game understanding. They know their area, their niche inside out. They have spent 10, 20 years, as Jordan Peterson talks about. How great could you be if you spent a decade in in-depth study, a little bit at a time in your own area you could be a giant but it doesn't just come from action it also comes from thought and thought is what often precedes the action but as we've talked about before spending your whole life thinking is not where it's at it's all about what you do on a Saturday as great players will tell you and it's all about what you do when you have that opportunity on the stage whatever your stage is so it's all about the action and it's all about the results. But don't forget the balances that often behind that is the duly diligent thought processes that allow you to do the right things. Remember, next point, remember the only time you have is now. Tolstoy reminds us of that timeless piece of wisdom that talks about the power of now. Yes, we need to have a vision of where we'd like to go. But looking back and ruining and, 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 and wishing and complaining and, and, and explaining and rationalizing is just a waste of breath, a waste of time and holds us back. It's the now decision in this moment, that little micro tiny baby step that takes us that little step forward. And again and again and again in the next moment and, and we get this add-on and add-on and multiplication and that compound interest of all those little tiny steps of now, of now, of now, and now. And, you know, Dale, Dave Brailsford of Sky, all those little tiny, less than 1% improvements. It's all about the now that will take us forward. Okay, next point, unity. Yes, this is a football-related podcast. But it's a team-related podcast. It's a manager and it's a leader-related. And unity 
is an absolutely key concept. And hundreds of years ago, Leo Tolstoy is talking about unity. And for me, the message that he gives is twofold. One, the unity, first of all, before you think about anything else, has to begin with yourself. This goes back to knowing yourself and understanding who you are and what your desires are and what your likes and dislikes and strengths and weaknesses are. Because if you can create that unity, that alignment with who you really are and what floats your boat with that freedom and align that with your professional area, your family, so that there is not this constant incongruency and this constant fighting and constant battle between your work and yourself and your family and yourself or your loved one and yourself. So that you have this maximum congruency and alignment so that you are a a square peg in a square hole, a round peg in a round hole. You know, balance that with the thought that nothing is perfect. So it's not about being perfect. It's about doing the best you can with where you can, where you work from where you are and evolving the process forward. And I'm not talking about making drastic changes today without the duly diligent thought processes. I'm just shining some light on, on what this great man talks about. Find that alignment. And if you don't find yourself in alignment at the moment, the answer is within yourself to begin with. Once you have that alignment with yourself, you can then align the team. Because if you're not aligned yourself, you are, as I said before, you're anxious, you're you're not, you haven't got that inner courage, that stability, then you will not be able to transmit that into your into your work practices. Some of the people who played for Nottingham Forest, who were around Brian Clough and Bill Shankley for Liverpool, said, above all else, he just made us believe. The football looked after itself. We trained two days a week. We just played simple five-a-sides. That's what the Liverpool guys said. They didn't even have a tactical focus. They bought good players. They got into them psychologically. You listen to all the stories of Shankly. You know, getting John Toshak off the train and saying, well done, son, you've been at a Sunday school and now you're at church. You know, picking Emily Hughes up in in the car and uh, once he gets into the car, as you pick him up, and um, take him from from his home club to um, to the great Liverpool. You just tell him that, look, son, I know with you, I've got the captain of England. Just psychological, psychological work of the highest order and then letting them play without a tactical thought. And Nottingham Forest, just older players, players that other people thought were past it, training two days a week and winning European Cups. Men... Brian Clough, Bill Shankly, who had an alignment themselves and transmitted that that in a way to the people around them. Remember, simplicity. We live in a world where there's so much information and Tolstoy reminds us that great things are simple. And it just reminds us and goes back to the previous point about Nottingham Forest and about Liverpool. Nothing complicated about that. Simplicity. Simplicity is genius. Easy to say, not so easy to do. But remember, simplify, 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 as Emerson talked about.
Next point, Tolstoy reminds us to be honest. Because if you have this misalignment in your own life, if you are cheating in your own life somewhere along the line, in whatever area that is, you know within yourself. And that impurity will come out somewhere along the line in your work, in your relationships or somewhere else. It is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Tolstoy reminds us to do whatever we need to do to do the best we can in all the areas of our life because it will manifest. There is no simple shortcut that will last. Everything that is malevolent at some point will come out. So as he talks about summum bonum, do the highest good all the time. A high ideal, yes, I know, and not something that we can all hold our hands up and say, yes, I'm perfect. It's not about perfection. He is just reminding us to do our very best all the time, as best we can. That's all we can ask. Next point, nearly coming to the end. Next point, focus on the process. Let go of your anxiety about results. Yes, play to win. Yes, set your goals, but do your work and focus on the process and allow the results to take care of themselves. That is the way. Spending your time in anxiety and frustration and overloaded with work, looking, trying to, to, to change results when you need to focus on the now and the process and allow the future to take care of itself. That is the way. Last point, Leo Tolstoy talks about remembering to put in big rocks first. And he talks about the analogy of filling up a great big area with stone and rock. And he said, the wisest people put the big rocks in first and then throw in all the small ones and then the little tiny grains of sand until it's completely full up. You throw in all the small stuff first, then there won't be any room for the great truths, the great fundamental values that you have. So the lesson here for me is do not get sidetracked. Do not get involved. Be strong because all the minutiae of life all the little anxieties, all the troubles, all the little snippets, the emails, the social media, the pings will grab your attention. You have a finite, a finite amount of mental focus. You have a finite amount of energy and every day it is used up. And when you sleep and you rest and you recover and you eat properly, and you sleep properly, and you look after yourself, you then have a recharging of your battery. And the next day, as all the religious texts teach us about, we start again, and we do it again. If you allow that time, that most precious commodity that you've got to be taken away by external forces, it will do it in a silent heartbeat, and your focus will be here, there, and everywhere. You will have no fire. So 
Know what your big rocks are. What are the big key two or three things that if you do, you focus on, on a daily, a weekly, a monthly, a yearly, a decade basis will make you the giant, the person that you really would like to be. Because that is what Tolstoy, I think, is talking about. So there we go, folks. Those are the key points from uh, month eight in Leo Leo Tolstoy's book. Um, I hope that there's something in there that you can apply. I hope there's something in there that you can just grab hold of and think, do you know what? I'm going to investigate that because that just sounds like something that can make a big difference. All right, listen, always appreciate uh, appreciate you taking the time to listen. Share the good news. Uh, enjoy and profit. Um, let me know it's on uh, any social media platform, um, uk. Let me know. And uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Don't mind which it is, but as always, thanks for your time. Catch you later. Bye-bye.